been Oh, I haven't seen you that worked up for a long time. It's been years. And you said something that I was like 100% you're right. If something would have happened after that drive home from work, I... Or during the drive home. Friends, I live eight miles away from where I work. And... That eight miles, eight miles, normal on a day would take 20 minutes. That eight miles took me three times, four times as long. It was an hour and a half. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Because check your local listings. Our local listings, there was some snow. It wasn't even that there was a lot of snow. There was some snow. There was snow falling from the sky. But it wasn't like barrels of snow it wasn't like an inch a half hour no wouldn't even there was just some snow falling from the sky there was no uh the roads weren't covered nope no like it wasn't i never even slid a little bit it wasn't like it was extremely cold it like uh it's like somebody sprayed every road with ice and then a major Vaseline factory blew up and then sprayed Vaseline all over the area within like a 27 mile radius of this factory so the, the all the ice was covered with Vaseline and then petroleum like oil was like falling from the sky that's how people were driving. That's, That's how people were reacting. How the reactions were about driving on the roads. So my tires aren't bald, but they're not brand new either. Okay. And I didn't slide a bit. I no, nothing. But I don't even know that we had an option because everybody was going five miles an hour. I, dr- I not dr- even three. Yeah. Three. I drove 10 miles an hour up the road that it takes to get to our house. And then we turned into our little uh, plan. And sure enough, the person that was going the 10 miles an hour was right in front of me. And I couldn't pass. I couldn't pass. I could not get around this person. It was atrocious how slow they were going. Like, do you spend your whole life doing things slow? Uh, You should... You shouldn't be allowed to drive if you're that if, nervous yeah, about you're, driving in weather. If you're that scared. I mean, I, I get it. Slow down when it, there's an inch of snow on the ground. Slow down. Yeah, agreed. And, and when there is inclement weather, yes, yeah, slow down. Agreed. But there was nothing. Not, n- not to warrant what was happening. Now, whiteout conditions? Whiteout conditions, yes. If you're going to be in your car three to five miles an hour, sure. But we're removed. We're like months removed from major snow. So like, uh, yeah, so we're. Months, the, not years. Yeah, months. And it's like everybody forgot. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to drive. Ah! 
just so, and I'm sure, I'm sure everybody feels the same way. And then there's other people that are just going, well, uh, I'm the guy, I'm the guy waiting because I just don't drive. If there's snow coming, I just don't drive. I just, you know. So what you were saying before though, was that the, um, the amount of frustration that you had pouring out of you was so great that if something were to have happened, what my words were, if you were in a car accident, you would have beaten the shit out of the other driver. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And that's horrible. That is horrible. It's a horrible thought. It is. And, but that's just how frustrated it was. Hour and a half to go 20 minutes. I was glad that neither the kids or I was in the car with you. I was glad that I wasn't driving in front of or behind you. None of that could have been projected onto me. And you needed to get that anger out. Like you came <laughs> in and just yelled and ranted. And then you were fine. Yeah. I mean, because ultimately I couldn't do it. And then, yeah, ultimately I I have to know in my heart that if something would have happened, I would not have beat the shit up somebody. I would have just, you know, like at that point. You yeah. would have, you would have definitely told them where to stick it, <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was a tough opener. Like that was because I brought all that emotion back. <laughs> boys and girls come in, listen, and enjoy. It's time for shut up. I love you. By DNR, thank you so much for finding us. Uh, the show is about uh, DMB. No DMB talk. Chickens. Um, no chicken talk. And us. A lot of us talk. Um, all of us. Everyone. My name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? It was better than your week. <laughs> I mean, longer. We are late. We are, life is catching up to us. We just, and we said we were done. We said we were, like, done with things, like, life is starting to slow down, and we were wrong. Like, just quite frankly, we were wrong. There's just more shit now than there's ever been before. Uh, n- well, for the Family, for everyone other than David, things are slowing down. No, oh, yeah. For David, things are ramped up, which yeah. reminds me that I, I'm just remembering, weren't you supposed to have a meeting this week with somebody about the uh, your president position in the Little League? No? No. Okay, good. I, I feel like all of a sudden you're so overscheduled that you missed a meeting. No. Okay. I did not. Good. Yeah. But I that's had... how overscheduled you are. Yeah. I mean, improv is like going to slow down. Um, I don't know that I'm taking the next level of improv. Correct. This level of improv, I don't. Like, I just don't feel like I belong on the stage. I don't belong on that stage. I'm just not good. And. I... And maybe it's, I mean, two classes in and I'm learning new stuff and I'm trying to like force things and I just, it's horrible. I feel like this six lessons, this second session, I feel awful. Okay. Are you getting any kind of feedback? Uh, Not, I mean... Just starting to get feedback this last class. And the last feedback I got was awful feedback. 
was horrible. Okay. It wasn't horrible. I'm I'm being over dramatic, um, but I just do not feel like I belong. Okay. And, and like I hate making it about me because there's a lot of beautiful people in my class that are doing beautiful things, and like I feel like they belong. They belong doing this thing. I don't know that I belong doing this. Hmm. But I'm here, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to quit. Is it a new instructor? I mean, yeah, that's a different instructor, but I like the instructor just fine. Okay. He's a nice guy. Oh, I know. I didn't know if it was like your personalities are not meshing. So whatever the technique that this person is trying to teach you is just not something that you can grasp easily. No, it's 100% I suck. I mean, I want to have confidence (laughs) in you that you don't suck. Yeah, I want to have confidence in myself that I don't suck. But you've told me before. And then a lot of people say you're funnier than me, and that's just like I don't know anybody that says that. There's a lot of people that I don't know anybody that says that. That's okay, and it's okay. It's okay. It. But that's why you're doing this. That's the purpose of this. Yeah, to be open-minded. To be better. Yeah. Thank you, friends. We're ten minutes in. Thank you, friends, so much for (laughs) for hanging hanging around. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, for hanging out with us. We're so grateful that you found us. Uh, This is your first time listening. Thanks. We we usually try to start the show funnier. (laughs) That one wasn't. It wasn't quite there. I was. There was a lot of anger in those words. Um, Please try three of them if you're listening for the first time. There's uh, three episodes in there. We want you to um, listen to a couple. Find a couple titles i promise by the third one i think we can get it right for you um by the third one by the third one we'll have it right you'll like us then we're definitely hoping striving for that so um check your local listings in i feel like this is dating our episode but new disney channel or disney app or whatever (laughs) disney disney this week yay disney um so we we uh are they fished us in we paid for disney we're on the disney wagon yeah we have two kids that like cartoons and it's just so much easier uh, yeah but i i mean in my defense i got i got in on like the like way earlier yeah the deal like yeah. super big sale yeah. yeah so i bought it like three months or three years you got three years at like th- half the cost yeah something anyway. you did it months ago like we've been actually waiting months for <laughs> this to happen and yeah. it happened and i keep getting texts from david about and there's this show and there's <laughs> tailspin and there's darkwing (laughs) duck and my childhood yeah my childhood is back we spent me and my youngest daughter we spent the evening watching uh cartoons and uh cartoons from my childhood i actually took a little bit of a nap and uh i she would wake me up after every cartoon was done and she's like dad that one was good too that all these cartoons are really good. She couldn't decide which one was her favorite one. We watched like five different cartoons and we haven't even got to the one that was like my favorite one. My favorite one was Darkwing Duck and I haven't even got to that one yet. We watched Chip and Dale and we watched Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. And we watched Tailspin and we watched uh, DuckTales and we watched... Yeah. (laughs) What else did we watch? 
There's another one. There's so another. last night was Gummy Bears. Oh, Gummy Bears. Yeah, we watched the episode. Of yeah, Gummy but Bears. that was yeah. like my favorite show when I was four or something. Yeah. And I said something to a coworker who's exactly the same age as you. And they're looking at me like, I've never heard of this show. And I'm going, you never watched Gummy Bears. I know you were old enough to have known what this show is. So I'm a 40-year-old woman standing at work singing the theme song oh, to Gummy Bears. <laughs> Here and there and everywhere. <laughs> so I pulled up a picture, you know, like just short of playing the <laughs> opening scenes, the opening credits so that she can see it and hopefully remember. She's like, okay, yeah, that looks a little familiar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're a horrible person. <laughs> How do you not remember? I mean, I was, I was a child. I was a toddler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we are living our, our youth. Oh, the, yeah. The Disney Plus channel is giving our youth back. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Disney. I'm all but over it. Yeah, but at a cost. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. Everything's at a cost these days. There's nothing in life that is free. <laughs> so, um, speaking of cold, check your local listings. There's It's starting getting cold outside. Mm, mm. I mean, it is that time of year. And the cold kind of hit our our area, not unexpectedly. I mean, everybody expects it to be cold, but it went from a mildly cold day to an extremely cold day. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, it dropped like 20 degrees and, I, and it just really hit you. You get down in the 20s and yeah. in teens. Like it, it, it hurts. You, you walk outside and it hits you in the face like a bag of nickels. Yeah. You know. I mean, 40s cold. Yeah. But 20s like, fuck you. Yeah, correct. <laughs> so I, um, I walk to therapy. Yes. Yeah. And my therapy appointment, I go in the middle of the day and it's like a mile away. So it takes me like 10 minutes to walk there, 10 minutes to walk back. Yeah. So, um, it's part of my, whatever it's, I feel like that walk is part of my therapy. You know? Agreed. Yeah. And I like having my therapy over my lunch break so I can go to therapy, cry a whole bunch, and then come back to work and everybody go, oh, what? You've been crying? Yes, yes. You know what? Yes. But no, that doesn't happen all the time. Um, so uh, I every once in a while, I'll stop at my favorite sandwich shop. I have a sandwich shop that's on my way home from therapy. Or sorry. Bleh. There's Your way a, back. To, way back to work from therapy. <laughs> And uh, I'll stop at the sandwich shop and I will get my sandwich and take it back to work with me and eat my sandwich in the afternoon while I'm finishing up my day. Yes. After bawling my eyes out. Nothing like a good old sandwich to get a cry, to shake away the cries. <laughs> anyway. Drown your sorrows. <laughs> to drown your sorrows. There we go. That's the right word. So um, I, I walk into my favorite sandwich shop. Um, we have mentioned the sandwich shop before. They have very fresh food there. Yes, correct. And um, that that sandwich shop. And uh, I'm standing there in line, and there's like, I don't know, three people in front of me. But this line is not moving. And I just can't figure out, like, 
Wait a minute, this sandwich, this particular sandwich shop is very fast. Like, they're, they're very efficient. efficient. The same people work there. Um, it's their day job. Like, this is, you know, they they work with the lunch They've group. honed it in. Yeah, they've really hammered this thing down. There's, you know, and they have to because they're working in an area with all office offices. So, you know, people come in with very little time and they want to get their sandwich and get out. They're on part of their work day and, and all of those things, which is cool. You know, I like it. But this particular day, which, again, cold outside, uh, first day where it's just like, Really cold. Um, I'm standing there waiting. And I'm standing there waiting. And the, like, the line's not moving. What the hell is going on? And I feel like this is indicative of our life now. Like, this is a weird thing. Everybody that was at the restaurant had to wait for the for them to finish the Uber order. And I realized <gasps> there was an Uber order for people getting, like, five sandwiches. And then I thought in my head, I was like, you fucking assholes. Walk out and get your sandwich just like everybody else. Go walk out in the cold. I understand it's cold. It's cold outside. Go get your own fucking sandwich. Come on. Let's go. Like you're holding. Okay, so that's the advantage of that type of restaurant, that type of, because it's first come, first serve. You know, when you walk in and see 20 people in line, you know you're going to be standing there a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, this is going to change things. It's it's changing the game. Like, there's there's a little bit of a social, um, like, I have a social implication of this Uber. Like, do you fucking asshole, whoever, they're not an asshole. They're just taking advantage of the system. That's the system. Delivery. Yeah, the system. This wasn't takeout before, and it's takeout now. And it's, um, think of it as the jukebox in the bar for the longest time you could pay the extra buck and uh jump songs you can put your song right up front but you got to pay the extra dollar you know and people get pissed off that you know like ah, which you probably i think you'd still do that but this is what they're doing they mm. figured out a, a cheat to jump the line you know you did they didn't want to go outside uh so they called the uber the, eats yeah oh we're name dropping yeah i was thinking the same thing um whatever it is whatever this 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 thing is um they called it ordered their sandwich and um jumped in front of uh, my line yeah i'm not sure how i feel about that yeah because that's the advantage of going to a place like that yeah I, i mean in that time in that space in that thing i mean i went to this thing with the notion that one they're on the ball they're you know these guys are in and out and they, they know their thing and they yeah. know their stuff so i don't like more than just pointing it out and saying hey like this is a problem i i mean it's not a problem i don't think i mean ultimately no but it's a social thing that we all have to deal with now yeah i don't know would what does that change for you, person standing in line, and you know they're making an Uber order? Do you leave? Do you go to the next restaurant right beside it? I mean, they're Maybe. doing they're doing depending the same on thing. how much time I have because that's why I stopped in there. Like you probably would not have walked in there if you saw eight people standing in line. That's too many. Yeah, that's, that's too, too long many of people. a wait. Yeah, that's so too yeah. Long. There there will probably be a time where you walk in and say, "Hey, do you have any open?" open takeout orders yeah to see if you're gonna have to wait through them making the takeout orders before can you, you get your turn that? can you ask i don't see why you can't yeah oh 
It just... Hmm. Like, I stood in the cold. I walked there. I It was cold, and it, I'm like, you breathed it in, and it froze your lungs cold. Oh, I hate that. You know? And um, I did it. Like, I walked there to this thing, and I had to wait, like... Extra. Like, there was five more people in line in front of me. Yeah. And there was only two. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Disappointing. It's interesting. Yeah, this is a game changer. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So I baked 10 dozen cookies this week. Yeah, you sure did. Um, it's, uh, it's a seasonal thing here. The season is the pumpkin season. It's the season of the pumpkin. The season of the pumpkin. <laughs> I mean, as far as you can tell with what is happening around you, it's that's what it is. Everything mm. is pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. And I jumped on that bandwagon, and I made pumpkin cookies. And it's been days, and people are still talking about them. Oh, yeah. So I did something right, which really it's just, I know how to follow a recipe. Yeah. Ultimately, I did not make up this recipe. I found this recipe on the internet (laughs) and then I, I, I made that cookie and they're very good. You should start sharing your recipes on social media. I could do that. We could have a recipe sharing. Yeah, you could put it on the website. We could have a whole corner that was just nothing. Everybody, friends, you could go to the Shut Up, I Love You website and share recipes Mm -hmm. with each other. Um, You can steal Rachel's recipes and make them and then then tell her how awesome they are. And um, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. What it cooking if, tips? Yeah, if we were better at this, we would do all that. That's a really good idea, mm-hmm. hmm, David. Mm-hmm. You've got the wheel spinning. Um, somebody at work was asking me because they think, oh, if Rachel can bake cookies, that means she knows how to do everything, which is not true, but a little bit true. Um, <laughs> humble brag. <laughs> so they've been struggling with how to cook chicken. Okay. And I feel like that's one of the easiest things to do. And they're asking me like oven temperatures and cooking times (laughs) and all this stuff. And my, you know me, my biggest thing with meat is that internal temperature. Like, oh, well you at least have to hit this. Mm -hmm. So whatever it's going to take to do that. Um, but then there's talk about what type of cooking pan you're using like whether it be glassware or stoneware or aluminum or whatever whatever yeah and uh, like that's the struggle and i i had that struggle when i was starting out there's multiple things that i burned and yeah it's you know raw on the inside but crusty on the outside and Mm -hmm. all this stuff and it was taking me back like oh i remember being 22 and not knowing how to cook you, you figure it out. You do it multiple yeah. times. and What was the meatloaf you made? You made a... Oh, oh that thing was awful. It was like a meatloaf... What was that? Something you made with sausage. And it was like a half hamburger, half sausage meatloaf, I feel like. I just remember we lived in the apartment. We lived in an apartment, friends. It was our very first apartment together. And, and it was on the corner of the street. And... um. It's one of the first we just moved in. I bet we lived there maybe a month. Okay. And you made 
like you were working at a place and at this time this 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 person gave you a uh as a whatever who whoever you were working with gave you a uh recipe like here make this thing with sausage okay and you made it and like it was unedible um so i don't remember that Obviously, like, <laughs> I never it made it head. again because it was so bad. <laughs> I remember one time making a meatloaf and falling asleep and burning it, and it was rock hard like a football. <laughs> but I don't remember this sausage meatloaf. Now I I make a, I make a meatloaf that has sausage, sausage and it, ham. But it, yeah, but it's sausage that's and different. ham. Yeah, it's ham loaf. Yeah, that's ham loaf. That's Which not meatloaf. you should have Rachel's ham loaf too, because that's for that's real. That's my grandma's ham loaf. Yeah, <laughs> that is Southern cooking. Yeah. Ham loaf is for real. <laughs> ham loaf is amazing. Oh if you haven't had ham loaf, you should try ham loaf. Okay. Yeah, I'll <laughs> have to. It's it's holidays. Like hams, ham loaf is it is a thing. We could do that. I could do that. Yeah. So, um, I had a weekend. I just got done with the weekend where I felt pretty much drunk the whole weekend. Okay. Like I have never spent, I don't want to say never. Cause it's I've, been a long time. It's been a long time where I was a level of drunk for this amount of time. And it was borderline uncomfortable. Um, especially on the last day. I just wanted to not be drunk anymore. <laughs> no, my favorite part was, I'm not that drunk. <laughs> okay. So uh, I get off work Friday and I got to get gas and I'm done. I did all my things for the week. I'm getting off like a normal time. I spend like 15, 20 minutes extra. Um, just kind of like a normal Friday, wrapping it up, wrapping it up yeah. um, get out to my car and, you know, get in. I'm like, oh, shit, I need gas. No worries. I'll just go to the gas station. Kind of nonchalant. We don't really have any plans that night. Um, so I'll stop at the gas station, mill around, um, pumping my gas. And a co-worker pulls up. A co- co-worker pulls up and, and uh, so we start chatting. And he's like, he's going to a, a concert, a, uh, a, a tool of a concert, a... <laughs> A, and, a concert of a thing that you would use <laughs> to make something. Yeah, no. Yeah, yours was you're better. trying too hard. Um, so I, uh, I was like, well, what are you, you going to do? The concert's not for a couple few hours. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go over here and just like hang out at a bar. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not really friendly with this guy, but I'm not friendly. I'm not not friendly with the guy. And I was like, I mean, I don't really have anything to do. I guess I go have a couple beers. It's not that bad, right? Like yeah. go go have a couple beers. So I end up drinking a couple beers with the guy. All right, just enough to to catch a catch a little bit of uh, uh, safe driving <laughs> <laughs> buzz. <laughs> If just a couple beers. Just a couple beers. And um, you get home and um, just, you know, normal drinking Friday night. Um, wake up the next morning, have have a thing with the, the baseball league where, um, like, I'm cl- 
cleaning, a bunch of stuff. I have a lot of guys working for me, and all these guys are done. They're like, hey, let's, you know, lunchtime, let's go have beers. I'm like, oh. You know what? Fine. Um, I'm only a couple hours removed from being drunk Friday night. So, yeah, whatever. It's Saturday afternoon. Let's have a couple beers. Um, so I'm at the bar for with them for a couple hours. And, fuck, I, yeah, man, I, I think I'm drunk again. Um, I get home just enough time that uh, we have friends call us and say, like, hey, you guys want to come over and hang out? I mean, I guess, yeah. You know, come over. Yeah, come over. We'll order some subs and we'll play some cards. Um, have, have some, some beers. beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we go over there and I have some more drinks. And we end up polishing off a half a bottle of peach whiskey. And I'm going, crap. Oh, yeah. And this, and when I came home Saturday night is when I was like, I just felt. Not that I was hammered drunk. No, but, but you were I, drunk. But I just felt polluted. Yeah. Like it was just too much toxins in my body at that point. All right. Well, the next morning, um, I was taking another friend to a stupid tournament. Like a, a game tournament. A, a game tournament. Yeah. And um, we we went to a place um, wh- where they were playing this tournament. Um, this place actually served booze. I was like, oh, screw it. Let's have a beer. So it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and I start drinking some beers, you know? Yeah. Sure enough, tournament's over three hours later, and I'm polluted again. And at this point, I like I am ready to be home and just stop. Like, I just want to stop drinking. Like, no more. I've had way too much. And then after that, we had friends. I had already made plans to go over a friend's house because we were talking about some other things. And they were making hamburgers. They're like, come over. And my buddy, like, pulls out this bottle of um, Japanese. Japanese whiskey, like single malt whiskey. It's from Japan. He's like, oh, if you don't know anything about Japanese whiskey, is like Japanese, like, take everything that people do and they just do it just better, you know. And it was good, good whiskey, but oh, my goodness, no more booze. So I came home Sunday night, and I was just like, I am not touching alcohol again, ever. <laughs> Which we knew was extreme. Yeah. Yeah, that was but, Sunday night walk-in, and David's not drunk, but I knew three minutes later you were passed out on the couch. Like, it was a whole weekend of yeah drinking. Yeah, it was just non every time just another social engagement Mm -hmm. that just one right after another so um i never felt luckier than i did that last day during the tournament um i did end up winning some money during Mm -hmm. the tournament but not because of the game that we were playing it's actually because i won all the other things yeah like all the raffles yeah there was a 50 50 uh the first one i won there's another 50-50. I went ahead and won that one, too. And uh, just in, for shits and giggles, there was an afternoon football game that they put a pool together. And I went ahead and won that one, too. <laughs> I don't know why you don't just do those things more often. <laughs> I went ahead. I just went ahead and won them all. I said, just you so know you guys, what? I'm going to win these. Here, let's just make it easy on everybody else and give all your money to David. Yeah. Which it's not like it was a lot of money. And then you turned around and bought everybody beers. Yeah, I bought everybody in the bar beers. I uh, bought everybody um, 
that like I'm at improv going, ah, don't worry about it. Like I'll, I'll buy all the apps for everybody. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's more like sharing. Cause at that point it wasn't my money. I was sharing other people's money. Yeah. That it's karma. It's good karma. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. So we have a friend, that friend that I took to the tournament. He was, he was talking to me. Um, he had, um, major surgery. He had, he had a thing that happened to him where he had to go in and have surgery. And when he did his surgery, the first time this thing happened, his first surgery, the surgeon did the procedure sort of wrong. Not as efficiently as it should have been. Yeah. But essentially, the surgery saved his life. Yes. The surgery that he got done saved his life. Yeah. However, a couple weeks later, he had to go have another surgery because the, the, the first, first surgery one wasn't done efficiently. Done yeah, correct. And a lot of people, and this was... Like, one, this is how I knew, like, this guy was a good guy. Like, you're just a good dude. He goes, man, everybody keeps telling me I should sue the first doctor. And uh, I guess he's, they're probably right that there is a case. There is, somebody said, you know, he, if you gauge this doctor by whether he performed a task right or wrong, he performed the task wrong. However, the task that he did do saved his life, saved a man's life. Where does he have the right? It's in our social world, he has the right in our legal world, but in our like per, our socially acceptable, I mean, moral, morally acceptable world. Does he have the right to say, you know what, doctor, you did this procedure. Even though you saved my life, you did this procedure wrong. I am going to sue you. I mean, I, I don't know. I did. That didn't even occur to me. And yeah. And, the, and he blew it. He, everybody that tells him, he's like, you're, you're wrong. I'm not going to sue the doctor. And that, I mean, and, and that's, and there's maybe, that's what's wrong with us that people have that much. Uh, maybe that's what's wrong with our healthcare system that maybe people have too much power to, you know, that if something's messed up. And there is, there are people that are like, you know, yeah. yes, there are cases yeah. where it is justified. Yeah. It happens. Agreed. But in this case, is it justified? In it's, just, it is. I, I mean, uh, in he, my opinion, yeah, I don't he, know that. So there's, if he went to a lawyer and did this thing, oh, the I'm lawyer sure that, would go to the insurance company. The insurance company would say, you know what? I don't even want to go very far with this. We'll just, how much do you want? That we'll just settle um, a thing. They will just give him a settlement. They're not even going to go to trial. They're just going to th- they're going to start throwing money. Do at you think? Them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It doesn't even matter if the doctor was right or wrong. They're going to look at the files and see that it was done wrong. Pierre, all they have to do is say like this thing was done wrong. So that it's okay. That's just it though. I don't know that it was done wrong. 
I don't know that that is the correct word. Uh, it, okay, the he had uh, something installed in his body. And yes. the thing that was installed in his body was too small for the place that it was put. Right. It was not fitted correctly. It was not fitted correctly. Agreed. So that is wrong. Huh. He left the doctor's care with a thing that was put in incorrectly. Okay. I, I guess, number one, we're not doctors. A hundred percent. And don't believe anything we're saying. Yeah. We've not trained in the medical field. None whatsoever. Zero. And, and we're also being as vague as possible. Yeah. Because we don't want to out our friend. Uh, which. <laughs> and we don't want people to sue us. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I'm sure that there's like I I feel like with all of this stuff, all of the things, there's um checkups and second opinions and uh, uh you know all this he, stuff. Our friend didn't have time for a second opinion. Uh so uh no, not that. Like um so th- the the first surgery happened under emergency circumstances. Yes, correct. Yes. So you you go into an emergency room and there is an on-call doctor and things happen. Mm-hmm. And after that, when you are released from the hospital, you are supposed to go see your doctor. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, whatever your doctor in this specialized field or whatever it is. And before our friend went to see his doctor, he ended up needing to have surgery again. But I'm, I mean, I feel like they tell you when you leave the hospital after an emergency surgery, like, you need to call your doctor right away and all this stuff. Mm. And I'm not sure that he did right away. Like, I feel yeah. like there was a little bit of lax time. So that's where I'm holding back with like, yeah, I'm the doctor was not a hundred percent correct. I feel like our friend may or may not have been a hundred percent correct. I don't know. But is it a valiant thing? Is it a morally, is he standing um, on a moral rock that he's, he's saying, you know what, David, this guy saved my life. I'm not going to sue him. You know, is that a moral stance to take in our society or do we live in a society where it's too happy and you're just like, you know what? Screw it. Take your money and run. That's the society that we live in. That's the reality. That's not where I want to live. Yeah. So at what point, I mean, can we change? Can we change? Can we socially, can we write the course? Like, can we, can we all collectively decide starting here with my voice say, you know what, when things feel morally wrong, we just stop doing them. We just take the moral high ground. I mean, Yes. I mean, we. there are certain people that will say that, like our friend uh, who is a stand-up guy who is saying, I'm taking the moral high ground and I'm not doing this thing. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And that 
he is our friend because of that. Because he is yes. a morally stand-up guy. So in our circle, I feel like, yes, we all need to encourage those... Behaviors, yeah. Yeah. And celebrate them when they are. I yeah. guess that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm being... That's a humble brag towards my friend, you know. Yeah. That, hey, I... Yeah, my and friend. And yes, it's okay to express that. Yeah. It's okay to but say, other people hey, are... this happened to my friend, but... No, he's taking the moral high ground. Yeah. But other people are, but, you know, hundreds of people are right now screaming at their computer saying he's an idiot. Take the fucking money. You're correct, but they're not in my immediate social <laughs> circle. And uh, I, But I understand that perspective. I understand that. Like, there's, he has a chance to win um, a, 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 a sum of money that would change his life. That has potentially life's changing implications. A large sum of money. Not hundreds of thousands of dollars, I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know anything. So, am I an overshare? Wait a minute. Let me change that. I am 100% an overshare. Yeah. But what do you mean? (laughs) So, uh, where is the line for oversharing? So I, I, I had a moment this week with, with a friend, um, and my oversharing led me to a moment where I felt like I hurt my friend unintentionally. And I don't know that I did, I don't know that I didn't. I don't know that I helped. My intention was to help, but I don't know that I did. But I don't know that I didn't. But it's not my, like, it's not my job to know, right? Like, so, um, my, my friend, um, was, we were sitting in a, a, a dining establishment and we were talking and, and um, I noticed that, you know, I, I, I made mention to my friend that, hey, I noticed a, a thing earlier that you were doing. And during this thing, I seen that your eyes started crying. You were feeling real emotion. And she, and she was... Uh, yeah, I, I actually was this this particular thing that we were doing hit close to home for me. It hit. Um, it was very real. Okay. All right. Um, that realness brought on emotion. So I, knowing the situation and knowing a little bit about what I seen before. I, I uh, shared that, you know what, you know what, guys, I'm, I'm probably oversharing, but I go to therapy. And I'm like, I've said it before, friends, I say it a lot. Like, I believe everybody should go, I don't, I don't want to say everybody should go to therapy, but... You, you shouldn't should, feel bad about going to therapy. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's not a... So, it's become a normal part of my life, going to uh, therapy every week, and it's sincerely helped me. It is really, really deep down, I've been doing this for a couple years now, and where I started to where I am today, I can feel a monumental 
difference on how I approach life and situations and things that happen to me where I, the certain things I don't internalize, I'm able to function in the world now knowing simple things like it's not about me. It's about them and understand that my words are my words and I have to own them and whatever I say makes people feel but I can't change that emotion when somebody feels those things that they and in those and actions people have those are their actions and they're responsible for those actions and how those actions make you feel are what you're responsible for you're responsible for your feelings you're responsible for yourself you're responsible for your actions and there's a level of comfort that comes with that under starting to understand those things in day-to-day life and 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 putting them into use where you, where you see like, Oh shit, I see this thing and, and understanding that, that wait a minute, it's not about them or it's not about me. It's about them. So, um, I feel compelled to say those words a lot because they're like, it's helped me. I feel better in my life because those words help me. Okay. All right. I was talking with my friend. I said I was going to overshare. Um, I said those exact things. I didn't say specifics. I didn't say why. I just said, you know, this is, I go to therapy and this is what I have learned from yes. therapy. And this, this, this makes me feel better. This helps me to me. And my, my friend starts like welling up to the point where she's like, I gotta leave. I, I, I leaving. It was time to go. Um, everybody was leaving that situation anyways. Um, and it was time to go. So I was going to get up and go, but I didn't know what to do. I was like, I think I just hurt her feelings and I didn't mean to. N- no, I don't know. Just, I mean, just okay. from what little information. <laughs> yeah, I'm being as vague little as Little vague information I got. <laughs> um, being a woman who has feelings, <laughs> it probably, in, instead of your friend being able to compartmentalize whatever the thing that made her tear earlier in the day Mm -hmm. um and leave it alone until like she's at home in a safe space or you know whatever it is maybe she does go to therapy i don't know um like it brought that thing back to the forefront yeah so there was a rehash of that overwhelm of emotion yeah it all came back instead of coming rushing back and hearing these words were very um like maybe a little bit i don't want to say eye-opening fuck i don't know no i just well you know now she's thinking about the thing again yeah correct So, so it's possible that what you said yeah she already knew. Yeah. Uh, it's possible that what you said, yeah, was eye-opening. Like, you know what? Yeah, I I need to, you know, take this advice mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever but it, was, it is. I, for a moment, I guess I'm saying for a moment, I was like, oh, shit. I said too much. So I was real apprehensive. I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I wanted to leave at that moment. I needed to leave. Um, it was time for me to go home. 
But I didn't want to leave because, I mean, there's a half a beer left there, so I wanted to finish my beer. Um, but, like, I didn't want to offend her. I didn't want to make her more mad. And, like, I'd already overshared too much. Um, and then when she's leaving, she's telling everybody else bye. She's like, bye, I got to say bye. And she, wouldn't talk, and she wouldn't shake my hand and she wouldn't, like... Um, I mean, then, yeah, it's possible yeah. that you offended her, but Hold it's... On, I'm not sorry. Done. And then the very last thing, she was like, thank you, can I can I hug you? And I was like, okay. So at that moment, I felt better. I felt, okay, maybe, like, it was genuine. Like, I, you know, there was a, a mo- moment where I helped, you know. And, and I gave her a big hug. And, you know, just, I was just, like, I'm just trying to help. I didn't mean to, you know. And, and... We, she left, and I stayed and talked to other friends more, you know. So that was that. I mean, that ended it. But it was still that moment where, like, I'm internalizing my thing right now was the moment where I realized that I overshared with the group and I affected other people. So I was making her feel something. She was... Like, all those things were coming up. I didn't know whether, like, I made her mad. I didn't make her mad. You know, and all of those things were not, like, it wasn't, it was all her stuff. It wasn't mine. I was trying to, I was being genuine. Yeah. I was genuinely trying to help. I was genuinely being, uh, sharing something that is, is real for me. Going to therapy is real for me. Going, uh, talking about those things are real things that I go through on a day-to-day not a day-to-day basis, but, you know, understanding that that relationship with people is real, you know. So, um, but there was a split second where I'm shitting my pants a little bit. I am shitting my pants going, I just fucked up. Like, I just fucked up royally. I messed up. <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs> but then she gave me a hug and I was like, okay. Oh, whew, deep breath. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it's that big risk, big reward thing. Yeah. You know. But I wasn't even thinking that it was that big of a deal. And then I, you know, I had therapy this week and I was talking to my therapist. What? Nothing. No, I'm oversharing again. No. And, um, you know, he told me it's, he goes, David, don't overthink it. He was like, you're overthinking of it. It's okay to feel good. It's okay to tell, you know, I was talking about something that it, there is a negative stigma in the world. Still, there is still people can't talk about mental health and not feel like other people are judging or like, Oh, you go to therapy. Whoa. You know? You know, yeah, I do, and yeah, it's helped, and yeah, I like I like it, and yeah, it's you know, I'm glad I went. I'm glad I made that decision for myself because I needed this. I needed it. I was in a place where I was distressed, and I didn't realize I was distressed. You know, so um, yeah. Anyways, take the show back to a place where I'm not yelling at you for interrupting me. No, I mean that's normal normal yeah you don't think (laughs) but no that's part of our relationship though that's i mean i feel like that's part of a lot of relationships that 
I, you are saying a thing and I have input that I want to give you that. I mean, that's what you were just talking about. Someone said a thing Mm -hmm. and you had input that you wanted to give. And it's hard sometimes to stop and wait your turn. You get overwhelmed with emotion and excitement and you want to share. Yeah. That's exactly what we were just talking about. (laughs) Okay. 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 Let me finish. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Do you, do you got anything else? Uh, n- n- nothing of importance. So Veterans Day was this week. Yes. And um, a lot of people were, oh, you're a veteran. Uh, happy Veterans Day. Um, I don't know how I f- feel. Like, yes, thank you. Thank you for one. Thank you. It's uh, I was in the Army. Um, for I was in the National Guard. Um, I did it to pay for college. I did it because I needed some level of responsibility that that gave me. Um, I did it for life reasons, um, not uh, patriotism reason. I mean, I'm going to be 100% honest, and I didn't do it because I'm an uber patriot. I mean, I love love my country. I love my fellow countrymen. Right, but you did it because they offered an education. Yeah, they offered me something that I wouldn't have had any other way. I mean, you would have, but you would have been thousands of dollars in debt, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Yeah. This was the smartest way for me to do this thing that I needed to do. Yeah. And it also gave me discipline and I got to do some cool stuff too. So I'm not upset about that. So, but when people say thank you for your service, uh, I feel weird about it. It just feels weird. You know, because it's not that there's a level of patriotism that does that. Like saying thank you for your services, like, you know, you're a patriot. And yes, what what I did was a level of patriotism, I guess. Okay, yes. When someone is thanking you for your service, they don't know what was going through your head when you signed up. Yeah, when I was 18 and trying to figure out how to get through college, and this was right. the decision I made to, to go through college. Right, and it's the correct thing that I am thankful that you chose to do this, which, yes, your means were for an education, but s- still, because you chose to do it, I didn't have to. Mm-hmm regardless of what the means were. And, and what, I'm yeah. I'm thanking you for that. Yes. You know, Correct. even yeah. In, I, I I understand what you're saying. Like there are there are people that are in the armed forces that are doing it because they want to protect this country. The, they are doing it because they are so patriotic that they want to do it. Yes. And I have that. They like the service gave me that level of patriotism. Like, oh yeah. You know what I'm like they get even if you I'm didn't, not leaving this country. Yeah. I'm not moving away. Yeah. You have that choice and yeah. my choice is to stay. Yeah. I have enough patriotism that I this is what I choose. So a social media moment wrapped around this thing <laughs> and then and a friend put this out there as like a little meme and I thought it was funny. Only as I relate back to this, it says, show a veteran your boobs. It's the American thing to do. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> 
I, as <laughs> the where I'm coming from in this, I think I'm okay with this. Instead of saying thank you for your service, just show me your boobs and walk away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you say that, but what about my mom? Do you okay. want to see my mom's boobs? It's okay to say a little bit. <laughs> Not that I ex- I'm excited like, to see her boobs. Okay. But boobs are boobs. This 70-year-old lady next door. I mean, if that's what you got to do, then I'm like... See, I feel I... like there's some people that you would rather get the thank you for your service. <laughs> Just show me your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> this could this is just so wrong it is wrong <laughs> but there is a level so okay what? okay so yeah. we have friends that were also in the service mm-hmm. and we thank them for what they did yeah how would you feel about me just showing them my boobs i think i would have been fine with it <laughs> Look, here's boom. And I'm going to, okay, I'll tell you a story. And it's real quick. I was in the service and I had to drive a, a vehicle, an <laughs> army vehicle, to a place where it was a long drive, very long drive. Yes. And we're about a third of the way through the drive and we're driving down the road and, and here comes a car full of women. And these car full of women, two of them flash their boobs at us. Mm-hmm. All right, um, which is the patriot thing to do, mm-hmm. very much so. Mm-hmm. I remember that very specifically, and we talked about those boobs all the way to the place we were going. It raised our level of morale. Like those boobs were everything to us. We didn't. We weren't close to them. We don't. We never. I don't even know if I could see the girl's face. I remember the boobs though. <laughs> Again, 70-year-old lady, you guys probably still would have talked about it for the rest of the two-thirds of the drive. I mean, yeah. Like, oh, did you see how old and wrinkly and saggy they were? I mean... 70-year-old boobs. Okay, let's get out of here. It's time to go. (laughs) I got an iconic song um, today, and it's kind of a... um, it's a tribute, I guess, because I seen that this 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 artist was uh, doing a show, and um, I wanted to celebrate that show because they're like it's neat. So we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that after after the song here. But you will know the song. You will know the artist. Um, this is a this should be a fairly easy one. It's how long it takes for you to get it will be the the trick. You will get it. How long will it take you? I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but the best. It's Alanis Morissette. Yes. Jagged Little Pill. Well, that's the album. Oh, well, there is a song, that, but it's not that. It's Keep Going. The, an older version of me. Yeah. Is she perverted like me? Would she go down on you in a in- theater? Would she have your baby? Or does she speak eloquently? Would she have your baby? I'm sure she would make a really excellent mother. Really? I mean, 
iconic song. As soon as it comes on, you turn it up, you sing the whole thing front to back, you know all the words. And yeah, I know why you know all the words, because it's an amazing song. And it was the whole album. And the reason why I'm bringing it up, because she is doing a, a, a show in New York where she's going to, she said it, she's going to play the whole Jagged Pill, Jagged Little Pill that album. That is awesome! Yeah, front to back. And uh, like, I thought that was neat. Like, good for her. Good yeah. for, yeah. Because yeah. I would go see that. I would go watch her do this thing. And maybe, do should more artists do that? I see more artists going on and on saying, oh, I'm going to play this album that everybody loved. I'm going to play it front to back. Because I mean, that was her iconic album. Right um, there was a couple songs on that album that were iconic yeah. songs. This probably being the the most popular one on it, and everybody's screaming right now the name of the song. I'm surprised you you can't get it. Nope. Um, because the love you gave me, the because because the love that you gave that we made. Wasn't able to make it enough for you to open wide. No. And every time you speak her name, does she know how you told me you would hold me till you die? Till till I'm dead, but you're still alive. I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. It's not fair to deny me. I'm getting closer and closer. I know. Of the cross I bear that you gave to me. You. 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 Ought to know. Oh. <laughs> the song's called You Ought to Know. Yep. It is. It is. <laughs> Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for finding us. We're so grateful that you spend this time with us. I know this was a this was a mellow one. This was a, a little bit different. There was David angry at the end and angry at the middle and yelling at Rachel and we have friends crying on our shoulders and like So how was this different? <laughs> that was a normal what show. What are you talking about? It's a normal show. <laughs> normal show. Thank you so much for finding us. Please rate, review, subscribe. It helps us out in so many different ways. Try three of them. There's three episodes in there. We want you to listen to more. Please, please, please. Um uh, tell a friend there's no other better way to sp- that we grow our audience because friends tell friends we we consider you a friend if you're listening to us we consider you a friend a dear friend the best of friends and we love you for it and thank you um just please tell a friend it helps us out we don't ask for anything else besides just the little mention like hey listen to these guys they're fun or check crying. it out <laughs> check it out check it out um I'd like to take a moment and say thank you. Uh, thank you to, to Team Sound. And, and Well, thank you to you, friends, that are listening to us right now. Thank you to Team Sound and Team Tech and Team Music for doing all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do. And uh, thank you to R. Thank you, D. For letting me yell at you all week long. Thank you for your support. <laughs> Show me your boobs. Gladly. <laughs> we love all our friends. And that means you. And we hope you enjoyed. Our podcast too. But don't believe anything we say. We're all bullshit today. Because we'll do it. And you do you. We love you. Good night.